0: Welcome once again to the Selling Greenville podcast. I am your host, Stan McCune, as always, realtor right here in Greenville, South Carolina. And just as a reminder, my contact information is in the show notes if you need to get a hold of me for any reason. Mainly, if you or someone you know needs to buy or sell a house in the upstate Spartanburg, Greenville, Anderson, Lawrence, Traveler's Rest, Easley, any of those areas, I can help you that is what i do that's what i do for a living this podcast is something that i do on the side in order to help educate people about the market but my day job is that i'm a realtor and that's what i love to do so reach out to me if i can help you or someone else i would absolutely love to and if you like this podcast please go ahead and subscribe to it download it rate review it all of those things help us to get it out to as many people as possible And that's what has me most excited about doing this podcast is just getting it out to people, getting that content, getting that information about our market out to people that are interested, that love Greenville, that are curious about Greenville, looking to move here. Uh, That's the goal of this podcast is to teach people what the real estate market around here is like. Last episode, we talked about what the market is doing. Today, I want to continue that because that's on everyone's mind right now. Where is the real estate market heading? And the interesting thing last time was that there were a lot of indications that uh, our market here was very resilient, was very much still a seller's market, that sellers needed to be um, in a lot of ways bullish. But I hedged that and I said that this is a week by week thing. We don't know what's going to happen from one week to the next. Additionally, we needed to get more concrete statistics from the GGAR, which is the Greater Greenville Association of Realtors. They always publish their monthly statistics, and that really helps us to uh, identify what the market is doing and where the market is going. And they just published their March statistics, so we're going to be talking about that today. We're also going to be talking a little bit about some of the data that I crunched last week comparing that to what's happened the past week and kind of seeing what is happening, where is this market going, what can we expect? So let's jump right in and let's start off with the statistics that we talked about last week. If you if you didn't listen, I'll uh, summarize it in this way. We looked at new listings that have come on the market in the past, basically the past three weeks, at least as of, of the date of that recording. And what we discovered, interestingly, was that even though showings were down by 30 to 40% market wide, listings were down 10 to 12% market wide, new contracts on new listings were staying consistent with last year's data over the same period of time. So, what I would conclude from that is that still it's very much a seller's market and it seems like the most serious buyers are still in the market are still putting homes under contract now we don't know how many of those are going to close and that's where it's not a full apples to apples comparison year on year but at least in terms of what got under contract during that time period it was very promising that the serious buyers are still looking at homes seriously are still putting offers in on those homes And are still putting in offers that sellers are willing to accept now that was last week a lot has changed the past week and the the market hasn't flipped to a buyers market I'm not going to say that yet but um, really the trend has completely reversed and so here is what we saw happen This past week, which we'll call from April 9th to 16th, we had in terms of new listings, 373 that came on the market. And again, this is uh, every listing above $5,000 for all property types. We just did that to kind of get rid of of most of those rental properties that will be show up below $5,000 a month for rent in the MLS because you can list properties for rent in the MLS. Okay, so with that criteria, pretty wide open criteria, 373 that came on the market this year from April 9th through 16th. How does that compare to 2019? Well, in 2019, during the same time period, we had 575. So that is uh, basically a 35% change year on year. Fewer listings coming on the market. So that is a very dramatic change for that week. Now, one thing I want to mention, this is a holiday week. This past week has been a holiday week. Easter was on Sunday. There was also Passover right before that. So a lot of holidays happening, and that does impact the way people approach their home buying and home selling uh, strategies. And we'll see that here in a moment when we look at showings. So I'm not overreacting to this data, but I wanted to share it with you in terms of how many of those new listings went under contract during this past week versus that week in 2019, how many of those sold that went under contract during that week. So out of the 373 that went on the market from April 9th to 16th, 77 of those are under contract. That's a, that's a pretty good number overall. Out of the 575 that went on the market uh, between April 9th and 16th uh, of 2019, 86 of those went under contract and sold. So this is also a difference. Remember last time when we did this podcast, the number of homes that had gone under contract during the same time period on new listings in 2020 versus 2019, the number was higher in 2020. And I explained that, well, some of those are going to uh, fall out of being under contract. Some of those contracts are going to fall through. And so the numbers aren't exactly the same. But it was good that the number was higher than 2019. That meant once they do, once those contracts that are going to fall through do fall through, it's probably tracking pretty closely. Well, now the number went down. Now we have a almost uh, 10.5% lower number for the past week, 2020 versus 2019. Again, some of that may be influenced by all the holidays happening. But I think it's naive to think that some of this isn't also being influenced by COVID-19, by the quarantines, by the fact that the the governor uh, not too long ago issued his strongest statement. Maybe people are getting a little bit more hesitant. Um, Lenders are... Uh, having a lot more delays. I had multiple closings this past week delayed and that's for a variety of reasons. So by the way expect if you are under contract right now there is a pretty good chance that your closing is gonna get delayed at least here in the Greenville area and I'm and I'm hearing that in other markets as well, although I'm not obviously an expert in those other markets. Um, But here's the interesting thing in all of this. So we saw listings go way down the past week. We saw new contracts go Uh, A a good bit down. Now new contracts didn't go down as far as new listings. So why that's important to consider is that um, as we talk about whether it's flipping to a buyer's market or a seller's market, it's not just about how many homes are going under contract, it's about how many homes are being listed as well. And if fewer homes are getting listed than go uh, under contract, And in terms of from a year on year perspective, then we're actually going to start seeing it shifting more to a seller's market. And that is certainly a possible outcome from this as sellers become more hesitant to list their homes. So don't assume, okay, because new contracts are down, that's good for buyers. Well, it is good for buyers. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the economic environment or that the the environment for this real estate market is good for buyers. Right now, it is still uh, very much in the seller's court in terms of uh, they have all the leverage right now. The sellers uh, should not be taking, generally speaking, lowball offers on properties. They should be sticking to their guns, waiting to see what happens and realizing that serious buyers are still out there. I would also say this. Um, a very interesting part of the statistics is I can look at what showings have been doing the past week. Now, I don't have the, the showing data for the 16th. Let me Let me double-check that real quick. I'm refreshing my page here. Yeah, I still don't have the 16th yet. But with the exception of Easter Sunday, which is obviously you know, a major exception, since Friday the 10th, every day has had more showings than that same day the week before. So Friday the 10th, we had more showings than we had on Friday the 3rd. On April the 3rd, we had, and this is according to showing time data, uh, it's not perfect, it doesn't include every single showing, but it, it includes a large portion of the market, so 502 showings on April the 3rd versus 584 on April the 10th. Um, looking at Saturday, Saturday was, this past Saturday, the 11th, was 651 versus 641 on the 4th, and and that continues. Monday was a little bit higher, Tuesday was a lot higher, Wednesday was a lot higher. Um, so showings went up week on week. New contracts went down. But I think that that is a positive indication that, okay, buyers are still in the market. Even though the new contracts went down, again, some of that might have to do with holidays, we don't know. But we may have bottomed out in terms of showings. And if that's the case, and showings are are back on the upswing, then new contracts will follow. And again, a lot of the, the new contracts being down is just the fact that new listings are down. Um, you When you have new listings down 35%, honestly, the fact that new contracts only were down 10.5% basically, um, that actually uh, is, again, really positive data for sellers. If you're a buyer, not as much. Just be patient. Hopefully, things will get better. Hopefully, people will will start listing more houses. All right, that is comparing the data that we talked about last time um, to what's happened the past week. Let's talk about March as a whole. Now, this is interesting because even though COVID-19 restrictions have been in place for a while, March had some very fascinating data. Believe it or not, during March, According to the Greater Greenville Association of Realtors, new listings in the Greenville MLS was up year on year 2.6%. So March of 2019, 1,730 new listings, and March of 2020 was 1,775 new listings. Imagine if COVID-19, if the coronavirus hadn't happened, that number probably would have been way, way up. Now, some previous months, we would had uh, new listings up 15, 19%. And and that's probably what would have happened in March if it wasn't for the coronavirus. Um, so what does that mean? That means we're going to see a major, major influx of new listings. That's my gut feeling, is that we're going to see a major influx of new listings once things start to, um, once the concerns about the coronavirus start to alleviate a little bit. And and. At that point, we might see a little bit of a run. We've talked about this before. We might see a little bit of a stretch where it does kind of flip in the buyer's direction. That's um, That will be a good thing for, for a lot of buyers. Um, here is another interesting t- statistic. So even though March new listings were up almost 3%, in terms of pending sales, they were down 60.7% percent. All right. That's, that's a really, really bad number. That means that there are not nearly as many closings that are going to happen in April and in May um, on all of those listings that are out there as we had hoped. Now, the market has corrected for that because new listings have gone down in April to account for that shift in the market for that shift in the pending sales. But um but that's not good. That 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 data is not good if you're a seller. Um, you might have to be a little bit more patient right now if you're if you're trying to sell. Again, this situation is very fluid and, and these are numbers from from all the way back in March. A lot has changed since then. And honestly the data that I've given prior uh, last week and earlier in this podcast is more recent than this March data. So um, I would not be freaking out. Again, I feel like it's still very much a seller's market, but we need to keep tracking these things and keep paying attention to what's happening. Closed sales uh, year year on year uh, for the month of March was up 9.2%. So March of 2020, we had 9.2%. More properties, more homes that were closed than versus March of 2019. So so that was good. That's going to go way, way down in April. That's just the reality of the situation. It's going to go down both because there are fewer listings on the market and the fact that uh, things have, have just tightened up in general all across the board. One thing that's been an interesting statistic so far this year is that both in February and in March, we've seen an uptick on days on market versus last year. Now, we're going to see that continue um, throughout the rest of this year, probably due to the coronavirus. But it's interesting that in February and March, before the the full impact of the coronavirus had, had completely impacted these stats, that um, February was a 6.6% increase Uh, of days on market, and March was a 6.5% increase days on market, so that's very interesting. What about average price? Average price in March um, on closed sales, on closed transactions, went up 10.5%, so that's great. Now, this is gonna be a very interesting statistic to measure. By the way, that's the highest it's been in a really, really long time. Um, The data that I'm staring at only goes back to um, March of 2019, but that's the highest we've seen in at least a year. Um, That is uh, an extremely promising number. I hope that that number doesn't go down. If that number, if the average sales price goes down, then that's a, a, a bad indicator for us. So it'll be a few weeks before we have the data for April. Um, But that'll be something that we need to keep a close watch on. Um, Percent of list price received. This is a very important number that we track in this market. So this is when you look at what the home is listed for, and the way I understand that the GGAR does these statistics, um, they aren't saying the original list price, they're saying the last list price. So it is possible that there were some price reductions in here, but when you compare after any price reductions, what the list price was before the house went under contract, what percentage of the list price was that contract for? This also doesn't include closing costs. So there's the number is helpful for, for comparing to other comparable numbers, but understand it's not the end-all be-all. That number in March, it, it went down by 0.1% year on year, but still was very strong, 98.2%. In other words, if you list a home for $100,000, or if your home is on the market for $100,000, you should expect a, an average offer to be 98,200 for the month of March. Also, that number is exactly the same for the month of February which was also 98.2. So those are all some very positive things. I won't get into any more of the statistics. The Greater Greenville Association of Realtors publishes a lot of other statistics as well. It kind of gets into the weeds a little bit. If you're interested in having access to any of those statistics, um, I'd be glad to show you some of what I have and, and show you some of the statistics that I've run as well. Just let me know. Overall, the market is still unsure of what to do. And overall, I think if you need to sell, I would sell now. You don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if this is gonna get worse. But here's the thing, if it doesn't get worse from the standpoint of, of the pandemic, right? Let's say that the pandemic gets better, businesses start opening back up, everything seems to improve, there's more optimism. That m- might not be a good thing for you in terms of listing your house because this all these people that aren't listing their homes right now that have cut back dramatically on listing their homes in uh, the month of April, there's a decent percentage of them, probably over half of those people are going to list their homes at some point. So you don't wanna be one of those people that waits too long and then you're listing your home at the same time that everyone else is deciding to list their home. So I'm telling my seller clients, listen, this is still a good environment to sell a home, and we haven't seen we haven't seen yet a, a mass recession happening. Um, there's still a lot of optimism in the markets. That, now people are getting laid off. There are being some pay cuts, but that that could get worse before it gets better. If it were me. I, if I knew I needed to sell my house here in, in the next few weeks or the next few months, I would go ahead and do that now versus waiting. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. And if you're a buyer, well, you have fewer options right now. So you might just have to be patient. You might just have to write it out and just wait and see, you know, for more inventory to come on the market. And, uh, you might find that there's going to be more multiple offer situations now than we've run into in the past. And that's just the reality of the situation. I have run into multiple multi-offer situations recently. And if you're a seller and you're not having that, that don't worry that there's a lot of other factors that go into play that result in multiple offer situations. Some of those are just homes that were listed below what they should have been, to be completely honest. Um... But the point is that there are still a lot of serious buyers in this market and um, we need to be uh, considering that as we approach our strategy moving forward. Be patient is what I'm telling everyone right now. If you're buying, if you're selling, you have to be patient. You're not exactly sure what to expect. Just ride it out, Have, have optimism, know that at some point, the markets will correct in some way. Hopefully, more of that inventory will come back on the market. Hopefully, um, the people that need to sell will be able to. Hopefully, the people that need to buy will be able to find the home and, and have the home hit the market that they're looking for. The last thing I want to discuss is peak season. Okay, so in Greenville and, and the upstate in general, pretty consistently, our peak season is. April through August. And specifically, the month of May and the month of August, those two months, and and, and June. We should include June in there. So May, June, and August. A lot of people go on vacation in July. May, June, and August are the months that we tend to see the most number of new listings coming onto the market. That is probably going to change. Now, Let's say that they open things up, let's say the governor opens things up here in the next few weeks, there are rumblings of that, that uh, that our governor may allow people to have more businesses opening back up, less quarantine type of, of measures, then we might see a scenario where May or June, probably more likely June, is where things go nuts. Or we get a ton of new listings come on the market. I think that's very possible. It's also possible it happens in May. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, but it's going to be very interesting. To keep a close watch, and I'll keep a close watch on what happens in May, June, and August. You know what? People, a lot of people are canceling their travel plans for the summer, so people might not be going on vacation In July like they normally do or maybe more people will go on vacation in July if they can you know people that are have gone really stir crazy have some cabin fever we have no idea but I'm gonna keep you guys in the loop the entire way we're gonna be following this thing I'll be giving updates uh, in real time as I've been doing once again if you want to get in contact with me You can look in the show notes. My phone number is there. My email address is there. Please let us know if you have any questions. If you want me to address anything on this podcast, I would love to hear that as well. At some point, I'd like to get some some feedback in terms of topics to discuss, but we've got plenty to discuss right now and, uh, and plenty of things in the market to track. If I can help you with anything, let me know. I'll be glad to. And until then, stay safe.